about to tune into the newest and greatest podcast to hit the internet. The Late Night Podcast is going to cover conspiracy. It's just going to cover a wide range of things that you've been told all your life that are true, but you don't know for sure if they are. And we're going to cover the detail. That way you know for sure. My name is Xerxes, and I'm from the planet Ottawa. And this is just an introduction. Tune in and prepare to be mind-blown. What's up, guys? Here we are, episode one of the Late Night Podcast. Um, yeah, so I've like thought about a million different ways on how I could start this first episode. And uh, yeah, you know, coming at it in uh, different angles, trying to re-record this like a million times. Um, yeah, let's just hit it. Anyways, um, first topic that I'm going to go over with this episode... Um, we're going to be talking about aliens. Um, you know, of course, that's the first thing you can kick off with conspiracy. Um, and that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about history, uh, conspiracy, um, you know, I guess just personal opinion pieces about different things. Because honestly, this show doesn't have like a direction of where I'm going. Um but with the whole aliens thing, I've I wanted to, to kick off with the conspiracy with aliens because everybody knows the CIA report that's about to come out. Um, so of course it's a pretty good topic to start with. Um, anyways, to uh, go further into that, um, the CIA report is said to be hard to explain. Um, it's on USA Today. You can go look at it. You can check it out. There's a couple videos I was going to try to put in the podcast, but had some troubles downloading it and putting it into, uh, put it into Audacity. That's what I use. So, um, I just gave up on it, but you can go look it up at usatoday.com and check out the videos there. Uh, but basically what breaks down, um, they don't say anything in the article itself, um, they just talk about what's going to be coming up is, I guess, hard to talk about, which I don't know what that means. Um, we haven't really been given any information whatsoever, but like little tidbits of stuff that's been leaked here and there. And they're like, oh, well, we have to have an explanation for that. But I don't know. And of course, politicians are already saying the report's going to be late and don't know if it's going to hit the deadline. So, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but regardless, sightings from 2019 to 2020 went up like 2,300. Um, the sightings from 2020 to 2021, which is, I mean, what month we're in? We're already in uh, fucking April. <laughs> um, you know, there that's not a lot. That's not that long, but there's already been a jump in like a thousand cases so that's crazy in itself you know everybody's already just talking about aliens and with the cia report coming out of course everyone's gonna be like oh anything and everything i see in the sky is an alien it's a ufo so <laughs> of course the cases of sightings are gonna go up but those that are real of course have to be looked into um and I mean, I can go into later, uh, you know, what would be specified as a good sighting, what would be specified as a, as false, um, I don't know, man, uh, anything, anyway, 
So, uh, something else that I was going to go over with the aliens um, was Bob Lazar and that guy and the crazy story around him. Um, so, if you guys know Bob Lazar, then you already know about, like, just the craziness that has happened in, like, the news. But he talks about stuff before, you know, him coming out and reporting and exposing uh, the government on what they're trying to hide in Area 51 and all the stuff that they know. But, so going into, like, Bob Lazar's early life, he was first seen in the news uh, in 1982. The dude built a jet car, which... I mean, I don't even know how this dude got his hands on it, but he got a jet engine, um, and he attached it to a Honda Civic. The car could get up to, like, 200, 230 miles per hour. That's insane. I mean, I personally have only seen a car, like, 120 miles per hour. So, I don't know. I I just can't imagine that speed in a car. And this dude, like, I guess it was, like, his everyday driver. He took it to work and took it to whatever university he was going out to at the time. And everybody was just talking about him, so uh, the news decided to do a little piece on him. Uh, but that is where he says um, is what sparked like the CIA's interest in him. Um, so they seen the article, seen that he could do this crazy shit, like put a uh, jet engine on the back of a Honda Civic, and it worked no problem. So... Um, he says that he was brought to a facility. It was called S4. It was off base of Area 51. Um, and he said that he's worked there with several different people, some who have died, some who are still alive, but like don't want to have any contact with them, etc., etc. Um Anyways, they worked and they tried to back-engineer the UFOs. Um, and, like, with Bob Lazar, I think he's pretty crazy with a lot of the stuff that he talks about. Um, you know, some of the stuff can be fabricated. Some of the stuff might be real. Who knows? Um, but one thing that I know, like, he probably isn't lying about is at least the back-engineering part. Um, I think if our government does have any knowledge of UFOs, I don't know why they wouldn't try to back engineer, you know, and use it to their best capability or whatever they want to use it for. Um, but also, like, I don't know, back engineering because they want to know what the hell the thing is and why it's flying around. I have my own speculation that they did end up back engineering the UFO. Um, and they might just have it under the radar and it might just be something that they're flying around. Who knows? Um, I don't know, but going more into Bob Lazar, uh, after, you know, everything that happened with the jet car and he says he was contacted by the CIA, he worked at this S4 location. Um, from the research that I can dig up, he only worked there for a few years, um, and then left. But he talked about all the crazy stuff that they were working on um, back in the early 80s. Because he, you know, it was 1982 when he got the jet car. He says it was like 1985 and he was working with the CIA at S4. So not too many years apart. But early 80s, 
he says they're working on like hand scanners and facial recognition and all this different stuff for like getting into the facility itself. So I don't know. Crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, some stuff can be fabricated. Like I said, don't, you know, take it with a grain of salt. You never know. I myself, I'm going to believe whatever because I'm a conspiracy. and I'm always like, oh, I'm pinning this on the government, man. I know they're trying to kill us, but <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so he ends up doing an interview with George Knapp, and he was working uh, at the time in 1989 with Class TV. Um, and it was just a network, a small network at the time. George Knapp, after doing this interview, um, kind of blew up and he got a better, I think he started in working with NBC or CBS or something like that. Anyways, he became a pretty good journalist, but he did this interview with Bob Lazar. And at first Bob Lazar was coming off as, um, Dennis was his name and he was coming off uh with like they would blur out his face with blackness and then like his voice was all distorted and like alienated which was like I don't know weird at the time I guess because they were trying to talk about aliens but then they messed the voice up to kind of sound like um like what the alien noise today would sound like I don't know if you do a filter on Snapchat or whatever you, you can hear the alien voice. Anyway, so the first interview, he just goes through, like, all the information of working at S4. And, um, anyways, it was like a 15-minute interview. You can find it. Um, just goes through a little bit of detail and talks about it. Ends up doing another interview, but this time he comes out as Bob Lazar, and he's wanting to expose the CIA um, because, and the FBI, because after this first interview, um, he says they end up raiding his house, stealing all of his stuff, not giving any of it back, and, uh, you know, taking a lot of his research. Well, he also says they end up, like, basically discrediting his whole identity. His, uh, university that he went to, um, they say they that he was never there, but he's got buddies from the university who are like, look, here's my yearbook with Bob Lazar in it. Here he is. And, you know, but you call the school and they don't have any record of him being there. Um, it's just pretty crazy that they are able to do that. Um, and if you don't think the government's able to just wipe you from existence, you're crazy yourself. But anyways, so he ends up wanting to do this other interview and says he's got raided twice. Um, he doesn't speculate. He talks about, um, this element 115. Um, and that's why, or that was the subject around their warrant. Um, they wanted to see if he had any of the element 115 in his possession, uh, because that was some of the stuff that they were using at S4. Um, and he said they were using that at S4. They basically admitted to using it at S4 in this warrant and trying to go um, into his house to grab their whatever stuff they were looking for. Um, anyway, so he says they steal a lot of his uh, scientific, scientific equipment there. And who knows what they take because they don't specify. Neither does Bob. But... um. Anyway, 
I don't know. I just don't know, like, because this Element 115 is, like, the biggest speculation of it all. Um, it's supposedly, like, what fuels the UFOs. It's what runs um, nuclear reactors um, within the UFO, is what Bob Lazar says. There's one nuclear reactor, um, and it runs off 115. Um, we also used 115 um, on the Voyager 1 and 2 um, space probe missions. So it's an element that we're aware of um, and that we have used. I just don't, you know, so like it's out there. I just don't know if we have any evidence, if there's any evidence out there of it being used in that manner. I don't know. We'll see with this uh, CIA report when it comes out what they're willing to discredit and declassify. But I don't know. With this element 115, though, um, I just think it's the center of the whole conspiracy because um, if Bob Lazar did work for S4 and he did work for the CIA, then element 115, I would say, is true and is real because, I mean... Obviously, it's real. We're using it. But if he's saying we're using it in a manner that, um, like, he's, I don't know. You'd have to go watch um, one of his interviews online. Um, he also has his own show that I just found out recently on YouTube. Um, I don't know if it's older stuff or what. But anyways, he's got one home video of said Element 115. And he won't say whether or not he still has any. Um, but he's got one video of element 115 and it's like the light is shining through it and it's making a rainbow. Um, I don't know. It's weird, but it's like bending the light too. So it's like a, it goes in as a solid light, like a flashlight, right? And then it bounces off this element 115, but in a completely different direction. But when it bounces off of it, it comes off as a rainbow. So it's just, it's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, those are like a couple things that I wrote down on my little um, episode thing that I was writing up to talk about. But dude, like, if you know me personally, Aliens is something that I can talk about for hours. I'm going to try to fit it into this one episode. I'm for sure going to have to cover Aliens again and again and again. Because, again, if you personally know me, I can talk aliens for days, weeks, months, years. It don't matter. Anyway, um, another thing that I wanted to talk about, though, because I was doing a little bit more research in it today, was the 13 Crystal Skulls. Um, so the 13 Crystal Skulls are supposedly... I'm going to do a little Google search here, so pardon my click clack but the 13 uh crystal skulls the first one let me see when it was found um hedges crystal skull so the hedges crystal skull was the very first one that was found found by um this man named mitchell hedges so mitchell hedges skull um Let's see. Dude was born in 1882. He found the uh, crystal skull in 1924. 
um, the crystal skull itself is the only one out of the 13 that has like this, the jawbone comes away from it. But if you look at the crystal skulls, like they're these polished, like crazy looking like glass skulls, but they're straight up made out of crystal and like they're dated so old, like thousands of years old. There's no way like if a, if a dude polished this skull, like he'd have to be sitting here for a month just to get like one little like centimeter of it, you know, like it's crazy. I just don't, I mean, I don't know. I might be too stoned to even, you know, understand it because I'm not going to sit there and try to fucking polish a skull over and over again to see if it works or just, you know, to discredit this stuff. Who would? I mean, there are people out there that try, but from what I know, nobody can discredit it. Like you have to use tolls to get it, you know, as polished as it is. So the story behind these 13 crystal skulls, sorry if that if you heard that just smack my mic again um the story behind the 13 crystal skulls is like so there's only 12 that are found currently the 13th one is supposedly like the one with all the knowledge of the earth and you know how we're supposed to you know govern ourselves as one blah 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 um Anyways, so this 13th crystal skull we're supposed to be able to find, and that's when we'll have the knowledge, and then the aliens come, and they save us from humanity, and or destroying humanity, and ourselves, and everything else. But I just thought, you know, that was something that could be covered, you know, you guys could go look on your own, but 13 crystal skulls, there's some, it's some craziness, that's for sure. Um, I would definitely check it out, uh, do your own research, maybe try to discredit me. I think personally it was the aliens, man. I think they made these crystal skulls because as old and as dated they are, as they are, I just don't see anybody, you know, getting them this polished without having power tools of some sort or having like a freaking like he, I don't know, like, just go look, man, they are crazy, you know, I can tell you all about them, I don't have any way to pull up a picture for you yet, uh, once we get the video podcast going, of course, I'll be able to show you, but for now, go do your own research, look up Mitchell Hedges, at least, that one itself is insane, and, uh, yeah, it's like better glasswork than any bong or thing you would ever buy, you know, looks way better. I'm going to take a quick sip of this Coke, though, and uh, we're going to go ahead and go to the first commercial break because I've already been talking for like almost 20 minutes, and that's insane. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to hit you with a Dano's commercial. Yum, yum, get you some. Let's go. Dano seasoning. You can put it on everything. Head on over to danoseasoning.com for that yum yum get you some. $50 order gets you free shipping anywhere in the U.S. So whether you like that flavor or the trigger finger, Dano is the way to go. All right, boom. Welcome back. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm trying out with the commercials, okay? So if you listen to that first one and you're like, what the fuck is this guy going for? Listen, I'm just, I'm trying, okay? 
I'm going to slowly piece this together. We're going to come together, okay? This podcast is going to piece together nice and smooth, and we're all going to watch it happen, all right? And we're all going to watch it, you know, perfect itself. Anyways, (laughs) so I covered Bob Lazar. I covered Element 115, and I covered the Crystal Skulls. Um, The Crystal Skulls, like, I could literally do an whole episode on the Crystal Skulls, like, each individual one. Um, I don't want to do that, so you should totally look into it, um, and I'll post up, like, a poll, or I'll post up a picture on the page, and, uh, you know, get your guys' opinions on it, see if we should do an episode, because, I don't know, it just, it's very interesting, very interesting, can't be explained, in my opinion, can't be explained, excuse me. So, another thing that I wanted to talk about was the Anunnaki. Um, They come from uh, the Samaritan um, people. It's just a prophecy that they talked about. Um, The Samaritans, they're like the oldest dated civilization that we know of, or that there's history of, at least. Um, And from what these people have talked about... Uh, The Anunnaki were the star people, as they said. Um, They had access to star portals, star gates, same thing. Um, Then they had access to sky chariots. Um, They were sky people. I don't don't know. To me, that sounds like an angel. That sounds like uh, an alien, maybe something that flies. I don't know. You can take it any way you want. But these are the oldest civilization that we know of. Dude, they don't have shit, man. They don't have... They're writing on clay tablets that they're making out of the ground. And they're out of that time that they take to make that clay tablet. They're trying to tell us a story about sky people. So it's like they're either trying to make this long sci-fi story for themselves to read... And that's how you're going to explain it, or they're trying to write their own, you know, like what they're seeing and trying to tell later civilization, yo, we seen some sky people, bro. And listen, they got chariots that roam in the sky. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so if you read into the Anunnaki, there's this king. Um, Anunnaki, and he's like the oldest living, like, dude out of the Anunnaki, and he's on, like, all of their tablets, he leads the army, he's, like, the one that they sacrifice to, um, the, they basically talk about this dude in, like, every, every tablet that was found, um, he's either drawn about, or he's talked about, um, but he's depicted with this long beard, um, and he's got gold all over his body, um, you know, jewelry, whatever you want to say, basically pimped out, he's a king, yo, so, whatever, anyways, this guy, like, depicts, though, the, um, what everybody said, I guess, like, the stereotypical god, um, white hair, white long hair, white beard, um, yeah, he's covered in gold, he's, crazy, you know, but, um, in 2016, they found this body, okay, 
and they're labeling it as the Anunnaki king. They're labeling it as this guy, as you know, the dude that's depicted on all of the Samaritan tablets, all of the all the drawings, all the shit that's talked about. They're saying it's this dude because, I mean, you can go look for it itself, Anunnaki king. Do a simple Google search. You can see where they found him, you know, how old his body is. It literally says 12,000 years old. I'm looking at it right now. This dude looks like he died yesterday, all right? And, like, this isn't just a fake news article. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I'm just saying, you can go look for yourself. Everybody can, I can tell you all day, this dude died yet. Looks like he died yesterday, but for you, you have to go see it for yourself See that this dude, I mean, I, I just can't explain it. If he's 12,000 years old, how is he even, how does he exist? Like, it should just be that gold sitting there. Like, he's, his body should have wiltered away by now. I don't know. Unexplainable. Unexplainable. That's for sure. Um, yeah, so we went over to the Anunnaki. Yeah. Uh, sightings, yeah. So I already covered the, you know, sightings in the beginning of the episode, how they've gone up. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to like go a little bit over sightings, I guess, and how you could discredit them. A lot of people like nowadays knows the difference between Photoshop, um, and like people edit videos all day and CGI is getting better, but like you can still tell shit CGI. At least I can, like I look for the, the outline and the edit and how the physics are supposed to move in the video, etc. But, like, there's a lot of fabricated videos and sightings out there that I see that are posted every day that literally look like they were made in somebody's freaking basement, like, trying to make a fake UFO sighting. I don't know. But, best way to look, um, like I said, I would just look for uh, physics, um, because... (laughs) literally a lot of the fakes they don't even you know do the simple physics of the movement of the ufo so it automatically just looks fake um or you know they just suck at editing um but really uh the only people that i really listen to um really listen to when it comes to sightings are like the military people so like the navy pilots the people that are out on the boats in the ocean in the air, you know, that are able to see the UFOs, um, so what's been coming out with the CIA, and what they have been releasing, um, you know, I would say those would be the most, um, for sure sightings, because, I mean, you can see it on video, and they, they're themselves aren't discrediting it, so, I don't know, I would just say for sightings themselves, I would, uh, go with, like, militant opinions or um something that has a reliable source at least verify your sources a lot of people on facebook it annoys the shit out of me i mean i'm about off facebook because it pissed me off so much but you know gotta market gotta build a brand facebook's literally on everything i'm pretty sure it comes pre-downloaded on like every android now um but Anyways, I'm ranting. Uh, I don't even know where I was going. Uh, Long story short, sightings, verify your source. If you're going to argue or try to discredit, 
still have a verifiable source. CNN, not a verifiable source, bro. Don't hit me with that shit. And it's not just because of political views or anything. Like, bro, they have literally been exposed for just sharing what they believe. So, that I could I can do a whole episode on the effed up media, but that's for another day. And that's for a day that I can come at it a little biased because, dude, the media is not biased. But here I am, ranting and raving. Um, anyway, so uh, I was going to try to make this into like a 40-minute episode, 45-minute episode. But episode one, you know, I'm just still kind of piecing together. I might go a little over. I might go a little under. Um but I've covered a lot of the stuff that I wanted to talk about in episode one. Uh, but I'm trying to think of something else that I could talk about here. Um, if you have a chance, watch Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, it's a new show that's out right now. There are basically they're just doing a study of Skinwalker Ranch itself, and um, basically, so it's like they this little study that I've watched them do. There's like nuclear, um, the air is like, is wasted with like just nuclear energy that it, I guess we are like, they do like a, um, heat signature on the camera and with the heat signature, like still just like particles of air on the heat signature camera, it just pops up as hot, it's cold. It's just, I don't know. They, then they did radiation settings or radiation test settings. What the fuck am I talking about? Anyways, radiation tests on it and it was like spiked like crazy. So I don't know. Check it out. Anyways, at this point of the episode, I am ranting and raving. I'm just trying to extend it, but I'm not going to try to sell you this podcast. You should just listen. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. Anyway, so, um, yeah, just covered a little bit. I'm kind of like, you know, racking the nerves just trying to throw this podcast out there. But once I get this first episode, like, edited, thrown up there, you guys are listening to it. My anxiety from it will just go away. But regardless, like, I was just trying to make this first episode perfect, um, And, you know, it's not perfect. I'm going to have some stuff that I'm going to have to fix. There's always stuff that I can improve on. But uh, just even being able to get my voice out there and uh, just, you know, chasing dreams, man. I always wanted to make a podcast. I always wanted to uh, make a radio show. I did say I was going to cover sports. Um, Sports is definitely something I want to cover. But I think it's just something that uh, I can cover on a Facebook page. Um, I don't think I can cover on the show just because, um, I could talk about sports, but I just don't think I can specify, like, I can go into specifics with my personal teams, and if, unless you like my personal teams, then we wouldn't, you know, I guess, see eye to eye with the sports, so I don't want to bring, like, a disagreement when it comes to the sports or any arguments or negativity, because sports, you know, they can get crazy. And they're super competitive and I'm super competitive. So like, I don't, I just don't want to, you know, sports, we can keep it, keep it on the text chat, bro. I'll, I'll shit talk, shit talk you there, you know, Cowboys all day. 
And if you hate on my boys, bro, we're going to have some beef, okay? Dak's taking us all the way this year. You already know. That dude's slinging the freaking rocket, bro. Anyways, I appreciate you guys tuning into the first episode of the podcast. I'm going to try to do this every week. Um, and, you know, I say that, but if I don't get an episode up next week, it's just because um, I'm on my anniversary trip. So, um, of course, I'm not going to, you know, take time away from my wonderful woman. So, um Anyways, I would just say, if I don't get an episode up next week, I'll just hit you with a a double episode week uh, the following. So, um, anyways, if you uh, want to uh, stick around and listen to this uh, little uh, podcast commercial, I guess, from Anchor that I download uh, or downloaded and put into the podcast, um, if you want to just check out Anchor, man... Um, that's who I use. They distribute your, uh, podcast to Spotify, to Apple, um, and just help you get on all major platforms. So, um, that's the goal and, you know, end result, you want your voice heard. So, um, Anchor is definitely, definitely something I would check out if, if, uh, you were wanting to do podcasts, um, you know, or whatever, man. If you are wanting to check out other people's podcasts, you can sign up for Anchor and uh, just check out people's podcasts, tune in, you know. Um, but I'll throw you to their little commercial. Um, and, yeah, I mean, if you want to go to uh, my website, go to the Facebook page. You can get to the website, sign up for the newsletter. Uh, I'll, I'll hit you with some more history. I'll hit you with some more um, aliens. Um you know, right now we're trying to come out with the 420 uh, Bud Story newsletter, so history on the Bud. Um, yeah, look forward to that stuff. Uh, again, I appreciate you guys throwing you to anchor, and uh, I'll see you next week. Everyone has something to say, a story to tell. We make it easy to share yours. So let's talk. Regardless of your podcast setup, hit record. And from there... Whether your podcast reaches 10 people or 10 million, we can help you get heard wherever listeners are. And who knows, maybe even quit your day job. But no matter who hears you, it's about connecting and sharing something from your perspective. It's about having a voice and using it without anything standing in your way. Say it all with Anchor. Mm -hmm.